The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. With available H-Track all-wheel drive so you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. Take your business further with the smart and flexible American Express Business Gold Card. You can earn four times points on your top two eligible spending categories every month, like transit, U.S. restaurants, and gas stations. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Four times points on up to $150,000 in purchases per year. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard. What is up? Welcome in to The Early Edge. I'm your host, Alan Bell. We have a fantastic show lined up for you this Saturday morning, week one. College football in full swing today. We saw games on Thursday, saw games on Friday. We have some on Sunday and Monday. But today, everybody is getting down. Well, almost everybody. And I can't wait. I know you guys are fired up, too. All right, before we get into our best bets for Saturday, let's take a look at how we did on Friday. And not bad. I mean, I think this is what? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. What is that? Eight and seven. However, a couple parlays in there. All right, AB3 hits. Second day in a row, got a plus 160 there. EC coming through with a plus 214. So well done on that one. And Mookie, come on, dude. One hit. You couldn't get one hit? Oh, that was brutal, man. Shout out to Colton Wong for a three-run home run in the bottom of the eighth inning. Dude, that was nice. Got us that both teams to score between the Braves and the Dodgers. All right. Now, speaking of that, this coming week begins our fall schedule on the early edge. If you are listening, we will put this out on social media so that you can see it. But NFL is in full swing this week, and we are fired up about it. So take a screenshot of that. Like I said, anybody listening on a podcast, we will put it out there so you can grab as well. All right, let's bring in the stars of the show here and get this thing started because today's a big day, boys. First off, how we doing, man? Just us three today. No McKenzie. She's actually at the North Carolina-South Carolina game. So just us, Mags. Tough one, man. Saw the video there. You're uh, what would have been at least a double. Somebody robbed you on the line. What happened? Yeah, I, Avi's talking about. I sent him a video last night. We um, had to cut some of my baseball analysis short yesterday, unfortunately. But we had our our men's league all star game. I hit a, a liner down the right field line. Guy just all out dives, makes a beautiful catch. So, um, yeah, I mean, I'm not bad because I had a, I had a hit, so it was still all good. And there was another hit, but. I well, if he's, out there, if he's out there watching right now, well done, buddy. Yeah, if a, you're out a, there, yeah, then uh, that was a great, that was a great, great guy. Got yeah. it on video. I'll send it to you if you want. Yeah, for sure, man. Prop stars, what's good, bro? What a little subtle brag there in the uh, men's league all star game, Amax. So very that's nicely what, that's dropped. That's why I put it out. Very well, nicely sadly, dropped. It's the, it's the last time I'm going to play this year because we did not make the playoff. So, well, sadly, at least you uh, appeared in the all star game. game. <laughs> but uh, good morning, gentlemen. I'm fired up. I'm actually riding sky high more today, fellas. I may or may not have my first NFL prop 
of the season given out here live on Saturday morning's early edge. So I am all sorts of fired up, especially looking at that NFL schedule, A.B. Oh, I'm fired up too, man. You know what? And I'm glad you're jumping all over. And I think a lot of props came out last, like late, late last night, right? Yeah, over the last 24 hours, quite a few have dropped for Thursday Night Football and we kick things off and uh, could not be more excited. Nice. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, we're going to get to that in just a second. First, let's get our marquee matchups for today. Start off with home runs here. Let me pull this on the screen so you guys can see it. All right. So here are the five that we have. Aaron Judge, plus 250 in an home run. Ronald Acuna, plus 300. Shohei Otani, plus 325. Bryce Harper, plus 375. And Mookie Betts, plus 400. So, Mags, I'll start with you, man. What do you like? Yeah, so, I mean, we saw Judge go deep last night out there in Houston. Hunter Brown, I think, actually is, is fairly susceptible to a guy like Judge. Um, so I think, you know, I know it's plus 250, but I think Judge, um, especially if he, like, starts to kind of hit a stride here, he'll hit a bunch of home runs. Not a bad guy to kind of just play day over day if he gets hot. Similar to how Harper was, what was it, last week, right, where I think it was four or five homers in six games or something like that. So yeah, I'll go with Judge. Yeah, well, I mean, that, that's, a, that's a great look at it. And that's also absurd, right? To like just, I mean, just start mashing bombs like that, man. These guys are just so good. Prop stars, who are you looking at, man? I will take a shot on Shohei Otani. I know he's been a little quiet recently with the bat. Uh, but yeah, I think he's due for a home run here facing the Oakland A's. Paul Blackburn on the mound. I think it's an advantageous matchup for Otani. Like the price we're getting there. So yeah, I'll take a shot at Shohei. Yep. I'll tell you what, I'm going to go Ronald Acuna and. I like the Braves hitting matchups. I think the Dodgers are still undecided on what they're going to do, which is not a good sign for them at all that they're still undecided. Uh, the Braves, yeah. I, I, I mean, I want to go Mookie here because when he goes 0 for 4, 0 for 5, he generally comes back strong in the next game. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised. And also, Cooney might see a walk or two today. I'm fascinated to see on that one. But, yeah, I'm going to roll with Cooney, man. He is hitting the ball so well, man. Just all over it, barely enough. All right, let's get to our next one. But before we do, all right, let's take one quick break and hear from one of our partners. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The chilling new original docuseries on Paramount+. Plus. Why did he kill his family? The answer lies across the ocean in a woman named Sylvie. To the can model. Where desire leads to deception. I ended up spending twelve and fifteen thousand dollars a day. It was addictive. I can't get you out. And obsession leads to murder. Who did this to your family? You can't really maintain a fantasy forever. Control all desire. Now streaming on Paramount Plus. And we are back. All right, our next one here now. Since it's week one of college football, I put this together, okay? Now, these are three parlays that I'm playing personally, okay? We're taking the AB3 to actually another level. So I'm going to read these out, and I want you guys' thoughts here, all right? So we've kind of gone, eh, broken them up here by money line, spread parlay, and a totals parlay. So plus 160, a three-leg, 
North Carolina money line against South Carolina. Illinois money line against Toledo. Western Kentucky money line against South Florida. That pays out plus 160. Second one, spreads. Two leg. Pays out plus 265. Tulane minus six and a half versus South Alabama. Purdue minus three and a half versus Fresno State. Both of those are played at home for Tulane and Purdue. Last one. Two-leg parlay totals pays out plus 265. MTSU in Alabama over 51 and a half. East Carolina in Michigan over 51 and a half. So, Prop Stars, throw it to you, dude. Which one do you like? Yeah, shout out to the great Matt Forte and Darnell Mooney, two Tulane alumni, AB. So, I will take a shot at Tulane and Purdue here. Okay, there we go. All right, plus 265. Amex, what do you like? I know you were money with these money line parlays for like college, uh, college baseball and all that. So when just by looking at the odds here, plus 160 for a three teamer, what were they like? Maybe minus 200 or minus 185 or so. Like at least maybe a little I mean, deeper Illinois, than that. Yeah. Illinois and Western Kentucky, big favorites. Uh, North okay. Carolina is uh, last I saw two and a half point favorite three, some books around there against South Carolina. Those are two pretty good teams, two pretty even teams. So, I mean, you're essentially betting, on North Carolina. Right? Got you. Yeah, I, I do think that, you know, plus 160, I like that. But also, that Purdue, if you were going to play that, maybe buy it, to, you know, buy it to two and a half so that you get inside both those numbers. And then yeah, maybe it's around plus 210 or plus 200 or something. Yeah, I like I it. No, man. Uh, it's a smart play, especially, yeah, when, when you're looking at those hooks. I mean, look at, you know, look at Tulane, like the difference between six and a half and it were seven and a half. Ugh. Yeah gross especially in week one so not a bad look at that one at all all right let's take one more quick break here hear from our partners and then we're going to jump right in to our picks for today when you have sports mixed with your pop culture along with humor and celebrity interviews your earbuds are enjoying the rich eisen show dan orlovsky are you still a Jaden daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy i think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one i think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft every quarterback in the nfl is accurate he's got the best on tape number two most transferable stuff to the nfl and then i think the third thing is pocket peace search for the rich eisen show on youtube or wherever you listen it's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day, in the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount Plus. And we are back. All right. So, Mags, throw it over to you, man. You got two plays today. Hit us with it, buddy. What you got? Yeah, man. And it is Dallas Keuchel day. Look, he's been pretty good since coming back into the major leagues. But I think today you're going back up against the Texas offense that you saw. I think it was about a week ago now. Um, Just in in my opinion, when you get that back-to-back, you really got to be a good pitcher or you got to be able to switch things up. I went back and I watched the start from Keuchel. I didn't think he pitched that. And it, I'm sorry, it wasn't a start, but I didn't think he pitched that well. It was a relief outing. He pitched five innings against this, against this Texas team, but they had already put up five runs in the game. I didn't think there was a ton that they um, like really needed to play for at that time. They had the lead. Monty was pitching well. You know, things were kind of on cruise control there. So when you look at Keuchel, he was you know, getting pitches in on some of the lefties that I don't think 
he can do time and time again. I think you can surprise guys sometimes first time they're seeing you this year, whatnot. Maybe you can get it in on their hands. You can let the ball run. They're not going to see it as good. I think when you come back today, Texas is at home now off a loss last night. Don't think that this is a good spot for Keuchel. So I'm going to play the first seven team total for Texas over three and a half. I played it on DK, but you could play the first five if you want. It was at two and a half for a very similar price. I don't dislike that. And I think that on the other side, you know, Monty really has to be a guy that is going to get deeper into this game. This Texas bullpen has been brutal again last night, giving up runs. I do not think that they can get deeper. Uh, I'm sorry, I do not think that they want to get into that bullpen early, so they want Monty to get deeper. So that's another angle that you could play. I like a lot of Texas here today. And then secondly, I'm going to go to the first game of the day, which strangely, you know, because college football, it makes sense, right? But it's a Saturday, and there's not a game till 4 o'clock Eastern. It's kind of tough, right? So uh, I was looking at this game, and look, last night I liked both the lefties and Sandoval and Sears to go over their strikeouts. Sandoval pretty much just stunk. Sears lasted six innings, but did not get the strikeouts. So, you know, that was just a dud by me. But I think we go back here today with two of these righties. I really like Griffin Canning on the L.A. side. His number, I think, is at six and a half here. I think if you want to play the juice, you could do that. But played over seven and a half at plus money. I don't dislike that either. I think he can easily get into that seven, eight, nine, ten range even. And so I'm playing him at the the six or more strikeout line. And then I'm going to go over to the other side, Paul Blackburn. Look, he's been rather consistent in not only getting deeper into these games, but also getting to that like three or four as his as his base here for strikeouts. So if you didn't want to play Blackburn and you wanted to just go to Canning, I do love that side of him. You could even play it straight. But I think if you mash these guys together on a little minus what I had, I think it was minus 130, right? I think that that's a nice little spot on DraftKings. So uh, the four strikeouts and the six strikeouts in that little parlay there. Two baseball plays. And uh, I'll have much more coming on Twitter and the extra inning show after this uh, this show here. Nice, right? And that's a strikeouts parlay. It's minus one thirty. So you've got Griffin Canning six plus strikeouts and Paul Blackburn four plus strikeouts. Correct? Yep. All right, yep. perfect, man. Perfect. All right, uh, I've got uh, four plays today. And prop stars, I'm going to get mine out of your way so you can clean us up here. First off, I've got two plays from the Dodgers Braves game tonight. Like I said. I think this is a uh, an odd game for Los Angeles. They find themselves kind of in a weird spot after the first two. So we're going to go. First one, Ronald Acuna. One plus hit. Braves team total over four and a half at minus 105. Ronald Acuna is just mashing the ball. They're not all home runs either. Hitting doubles. Dude's getting walked. I mean, we saw that. I'm interested to see. That's why I, I wanted to play the over two and a half hits, runs, and RBIs. But... I got a little nervous there, man. So what used to be Matt Olson catching the walks at four, that dude's in a massive slump. Two straight games are going over five. So I'm going to take it just one hit. The Braves score five runs or more, minus 105. We're going to stick with the same philosophy here with Austin Riley, one plus hit, and the Braves team total over three and a half. We're going to drop it down from four and a half to three and a half, get that at minus 125, give ourselves just a little bit of protection there just in case. This game does get a little strange tonight, but again, Austin Riley, same deal as Acuna, man. This guy is hitting the ball hard. He's getting singles. He's getting on base, man. So we're going to take those two. All right, now, college football. All right, first one, Alabama first quarter, team total over nine and a half points at minus 125. I'm already on the over in this game. Look, the reason why I like it, not only the over, but Alabama points just in general are two things. One, Nick Saban does not have 
his quarterback position solidified. In week one, you know that he is going to keep the foot on the gas pedal, as will quarterbacks, anybody who gets in this game, because there are somewhat of opportunities. I mean, obviously he has a starter, but yeah, man, like this is not going to be, hey, let's just kneel it out and go. These guys are playing for positions. They're playing for spots. They're playing to kind of get up that totem pole. You know what I mean? Number two, Nick Saban has a brand-new offensive coordinator and a brand-new defensive coordinator. Not only does he set the tone with his players in week one games, but he's going to be doing it with his coordinators as well. This is going to be a classic Nick Saban chewing them out. Even if they're up 50 to nothing, he's going to be all over them. Not to mention their defense is really good. They're going to have opportunities. It's kind of like the Braves lineup. Like they just are going to get back in the box, back uh, you know, on offensive football wise, and they're going to have opportunities to score. So I like that first quarter team total over nine and a half, minus 125. Lastly, ECU, Michigan, over 51 and a half at minus 115. Look, uh, ECU, you are walking into a buzzsaw. Not only is Michigan a really good team offensively and defensively, but Jim Harbaugh not coaching in this game. And you know his players, coaches, anybody with a Michigan credential around the program today knows what time it is and knows this is not the time to mess around. And Michigan, even when running the ball, if they're up big in the second half, which they probably should be, they are elite at running the ball. They're kind of like, well, Jim Harbaugh, former team, the San Francisco 49ers, they can score quickly running the ball just as quick is in the air. So I'm going to take that over 51 and a half. All right. Enough me yapping prop stars. You hinted on it earlier with the NFL. So I'm going to throw it to you, buddy. We got. Yeah. I mentioned at the top of the show, this is my first NFL player prop that I've given out this year. Could not be more excited. Uh, emphasis on more excited, but yeah, we are going sky more wide receiver on Kansas city over 37 and a half receiving yards. Uh, you will see this listed at 39 and a half on some books, 37 and a half. Uh, I'm fine with playing both of these numbers. I think this ultimately settles in that 45 range. But yeah, for those of you unfamiliar with Sky Moore, he was a second round draft pick last year. Didn't really get on the field too much when he was on the field. Didn't have the best results, but now is walking into a starting role for Kansas City. He is going to be on the field on in all two wide receiver sets for this Chiefs offense. So he has a massive opportunity to assert himself as the number two option in the passing game behind Travis Kelsey. The Chiefs have very high expectations for him. He has uh, performed well all throughout training camp. Didn't really get on the field in the preseason because the Chiefs uh, knew that he was slated for this big role uh, in the season. So also, if we look at some of Sky Moore's numbers last year, well, they don't jump off the page. They weren't quite as bad as they look. If you look at some of the advanced metrics, played a little bit better than his raw numbers suggest if you look at yards per route run. Uh, so yeah, I think Sky Moore is going to have a big role, a big opportunity. Over 150 targets vacated this Chiefs offense with Juju Smith-Schuster and McCole Hardman both departing in the offseason. So he is going to be counted on for a big role. Pretty much any player in a Patrick Mahomes offense who is going to have close to a 100% snap share is worth a play under 50 yards, in my opinion. I also think there is a lot of untapped upside here with Sky Moore. He was being favorably compared to 
Golden Tate when he was drafted in the second round last year. So I have big expectations for the season for Sky Moore. I think this number, again, ultimately settles somewhere between 45 to 47 yards come kickoff. So get in early. You're going to get some closing line value here. Could not be more fired up, guys. So the sky's the limit, huh? That was a terrible The sky story. is the limit. god-awful. It was just god-awful. We're, god we're riding sky high. <laughs> you brought up Golden Tate, dude. Played his high school ball here in Nashville at Pope John Paul II High School. A very nice school. And he was, uh, how do I describe? A problem to deal with. That dude was a monster, obviously. And also, pretty nice dude, too. Real good dude. All right. everybody. Now, oh, props. I wanted to say one thing. Speaking of wide receivers, if you want to scout, all right, a guy that will mm, year, two years, be an NFL caliber wide receiver, 12 p.m. Eastern on ABC, Virginia and Tennessee play. Tennessee has a wide receiver named Squirrel White, okay? Get a load of this guy. Check him out. I want the Prop Stars breakdown. Autumn, what you think? Yeah, I, I can't wait to check out Squirrel White. Shout out to the great Pigeon White as well. <laughs> You'll love it. All right, everybody, grab your paper. Great. Yeah, Max, what up? Hey, in the in the chat, real quick, they asked about that Tennessee first quarter uh, over. Yep, thirteen yep. and a half. We, I think. Yeah, yeah. We're we're on the over. Yeah, a uh, good eye there, man. Uh, we're on the over. Uh, first quarter, twelve and a half, and that's both teams, Virginia and Tennessee. And I'll give a quick breakdown as to why. Uh, this was the fastest and highest scoring. Uh, fastest offense in the country last year, highest first uh, quarter scoring offense last year. Yes, they had hidden hooker, but their quarterback, Joe Milton, he's been in 17 appearances already for Tennessee. So it's not like this guy doesn't know the offense. He beat Clemson in the orange bowl, 31 to 14, right? Like, I mean, this guy knows what he's doing. Yeah, good. Just wanted to say real quick, I didn't give out a price that I'm comfortable playing this to if you end up seeing this uh, at a future date. I'm comfortable playing this up to 43 and a half. So definitely some wiggle room with this projection here on Sky Moore. Nice. All right. And I'll say this to end it. Uh, this offense is going to be fast as it normally is. Um, and if you don't know who Joe Milton is as a quarterback, 12 p.m. Eastern, ABC, just turn it on. I'm not kidding you. This guy will throw it 95 yards in the air. Like, his arm is absolutely a howitzer. It's out of control. Like, you could see it on the uh, the YouTube little clip thing. Like, the football looks like, you know, one of those, like, uh, like mini can like beer cans. It was in Andre the Giant's hands, man. Like, this dude's crazy nuts. But, yeah, ride that first quarter over 12 and a half, and that's Virginia and Tennessee. So, Max, good eye on that one. All right, recap screen here. A-Max on the Rangers. First seven team total over three and a half runs at minus 120. And then a strikeouts parlay, minus 130. Griffin Canning, six-plus strikeouts. And Paul Blackburn, four-plus strikeouts. Prop Stars is on Sky Moore, over 37.5 receiving yards at minus 114. I am on Ronald Acuna, one-plus hit in the Braves team total over four and a half. It's minus 105. Austin Riley, one-plus hit in the Braves team total over three and a half at minus 125. Alabama first quarter team total over nine and a half at minus 125. And then East Carolina, Michigan, uh, the game over. 51 and a half at minus 115. All right, boys. I think it's all the damage we could do for today. Anybody have anything exciting, anything fun you have going on this Saturday or Sunday or Monday? It's holiday weekend. Jason Dominguez, just watching him play. That was uh, his debut last night. Hit a homer with his first swing in the major leagues. So, not bad. Definitely not bad. <laughs>
That's that Jason Hayward move right there. Prop stars. We get going, man. Uh, I'll be doing some fo- uh, fantasy drafts in addition to just prepping for week one, Thursday night, Chiefs-Lions, 54-point total. Everyone's going to show out. I cannot wait. I am literally just uh, counting down the seconds until we get into the NFL season. So just ready to dive in head first. Hey, I'll tell you what. I'll give you a quick nugget before we get out of here. Uh, those two teams, since the NFL kind of really started tracking, you know, total spreads, et cetera, you know, in 1979, those are the two best teams basically in NFL history at hitting overs in week one games. All right. The last 12 years in week one games, the Lions have hit the over in 12, all 12, 12 and 0. The Chiefs, 10 and 2. So, yeah, these, te- these teams don't waste time getting after it. Put the ball in the air, scoring. Yeah, so props. I like that prop by you. All right, everybody, we'll be live Sunday morning, 10 a.m. Eastern, normal time. But until then, best of luck. Celebrate, enjoy week one of college football. I hope your teams win. We will see you. From producers Matt Damon and Ben Affleck. Explore how art and music sustained hope during the siege of Sarajevo. Thanks in part to humanitarians and the band U2. Kiss the Future. New documentary now streaming exclusively on Paramount+. Plus. Go to Paramount Plus to try it free. Terms apply.